Hey guys, Professor X here, and I want to apologize for the audio quality in this episode. Um, you know, parts of juggling a day job plus starting a podcast during um, this crazy fixture list is, you know, making the time to record and to upload. So last night uh, after the game, after work, Mikey and Professor X, we recorded the episode. Unfortunately, we lost the audio that was recorded um, via the Anchor app. It looks like my external mic and my my phone weren't uh, cooperating and it didn't record, so I ended up using the backup audio that is on my uh, my Nikon, which we use for the L rant. Uh, so I apologize. We both apologize for the quality in the audio. Um, but if you can seek it in your heart to forgive us, we would accept it because even though our audio is trash in this episode, it is 100 times better than the defense that Chelsea currently has as a whole. Thank you guys and enjoy the episode. Hello, hello, it's Professor X. And it's Mikey B. And we're on another episode of El Arant. Today is uh, two different halves. Because you got the terrible, the worst, 3-0 to Sheffield United. Threes. Why is everything in threes? Like, but then we bounce back and still stay in third. And win against Norwich. Oh my gosh! Like, it. I would love. I would love to say that it was a tale of like a, a tale of two halves. In the essence of one half was really bad, god awful, a type of game, and then you have like the redemption swan song. Oh my god! Remember the Titans redemption story. But we did it. It was a tale of two different halves, but both of them were still lackluster. Don't get me wrong. Three points is three, three points. points. And I you get them dirty. You get them clean. Take them. You take them. You got to take them. You got especially with the way our defense is playing. Yes, we were playing today the worst team in the league. Bye-bye, Canaries. You're gone. You're, you, know, you know it. Uh, I mean, it was... It was, they have uh, some good players. They do have some good players. I mean, they have Justin Bieber's younger brother on the team. G- gorgeous, blonde, flowing locks. Um, probably one of their best defenders on the day. Uh, Norris played defensively, uh, so they didn't really attack the defense at all. So, uh, spoiler alert, fuck you, defense. Fuck God. you, defense. That, that game against Sheffield United was... Atrocious, Christian Christensen. We're coming back at you, Christensen. You're freaking terrible, Christensen. Do you need the face mask? Oh, no, no, you're do so you bad. I think I hit the face again, Christensen. You're so bad that I had to shave my beard. I had to shave my beard because of how bad you are. I can't even defend my beard anymore. <laughs> Mikey B felt so demasculinated 
by your performance that he had to do the only masculine thing one does. Oh my god! Again, he, he needed to get the power stack. I'm a striker. Oh, there's Christensen. Walk, walk, walk. I walk right past you. <laughs> walk, walk, walk. I score. Why? Because I'm soft. <laughs> and just like Mikey B, talking out of focus from the camera, for those of you who watched the video version, Christensen disappeared for much of the game. I want to I want to bring this back because during the game, you're not seeing it right now, uh, but during the game, today's game, I needed to channel my inner Spain. I I wore my I wore my um, hat trick hero hat. Hey, Kepa got a clean shot to Pulisic. Yeah, but that's because the offense didn't test the defense at all. But I, I was like, listen, hey, I'm still sheet. on the Kepa train. Clean sheet's a clean sheet. It was like the soccer gods heard. They said, me evil. Let me come to your aid. Professor X, you are not crazy. Let me show you how shitty Chelsea's defense is and why... We really can't get a good assessment of Kepa. Actually, we're two center backs are not bad. Okay, but, but let's go to Sheffield United. Sheffield United, oh Kepa God. makes a reflex save, ladies and gentlemen. Reflex first ditch save. Stops the ball. It was nice. Stops the ball. What happens next? The center back. Um, the center back, Christensen. Is just staring and allows the Sheffield player who is open behind enemy lines and gets the easy second chance shot. Guess what, ladies and gentlemen? That's not fucking Kepa's fault. It's not. No, it's, it's soft. Soft to make soft. And soft defending. Soft defending. Second goal. Second goal. Winlon was just. Staring at the oncoming offensive, like he was just staring at his footwork, just staring at his footwork. I don't know. Give him a space. There's a reason why Brazil is not winning World Cup. Yeah, it's not because of their defense. And he he has the audacity, the audacity to want a three-year contract for what? For you to stare at an attacking player and not put any pressure whatsoever. He probably should go to Inter Miami. <laughs> I think he rejected them. He did. To then let in an open, a header, a header that was so open for the attacker that Kepa could not really do anything to save it other than just look at the ball whiz right by him. Like, again, could Kepa not be the greatest goalie of all time? I mean... I hope nobody's trying to compare him to Peter Cech at any time period, but, I mean, for all intents and purposes, everybody thought Thibaut Courtois was, I mean, the last coke in the fucking desert, and what happened to him when he first went to Real Madrid? It was god-awful. Yeah, I mean, he was doing better now. He acclimated to the team, but if you were to go from Chelsea's performance, which he was probably one of the best players, he got us out of some really dangerous situations, Today, go to Real Madrid to just, just, I mean, he left Chelsea in a kind of shitty way, so I thought karma's a bitch. But aside from that, I mean, damn, he was not looking good at first. Like, Kepa could be the reverse. Like, 
we don't have a fair assessment. The third goal uh, at the Sheffield game, again, lackluster defending. Rudiger just basically says, here you go, with his foot, just blind pass. Just blind pass to a, an open Sheffield player. And then, again, Kepa is left deer in the headlights. Yet, people want to think that it's just Kepa's fault. I, I think it's just Kepa's fault, but I don't think Kepa helps. Uh, he, he did better in the Sheffield game, but he does make mistakes. Yeah, I mean, but, but every every person makes mistakes, right? You know, let's cue in Forrest Gump right now. But I think it's compounded. Don't get me wrong. I think it's compounded by the fact that the defense just isn't pulling their weight. So then the expectation is for... Kepa to be anything other than like godlike, and I mean, and, but come you know on, what? somehow with Leicester and Man United's performances, we stayed in third. Yes, I like if ever there was a gift from the gods, it was last weekend. We got embarrassed by Sheffield United, but and somehow, somehow Leicester, uh, Leicester just. And then Man United, like at the end of that game, I was singing, Oh, when the Saints go hey. marching in. All I gotta do, Oh, when the Saints go I, marching I, in. I, I truly think it's all of our Danny Ames conversations. <laughs> Sending them goodbye. I feel like Thank you, Southampton. Thank, Thank you. you, Southampton. In Southampton, we trust. <laughs> and you pulled through. Oh, I was gosh. like, I was like, Man United's coming up. And then, y'all. I mean, dashed, dashed them back down. Kudos to Anthony Marshall. I mean, those goals were beautiful. They were. I mean, uh, the Saints goals, they were, I mean, they were no laughing matter either. They were, they were impressive. I just, just to come from behind, in kind of arguably, this might be controversial and it's intended to kind of spark some tensions or some feelings. Um... When Sir Alex Ferguson was part of Man United, there was a thing called Fergie time. And literally, everything possible to help skew the game towards Man United seemed to always happen during Fergie time. It is almost kind of tastier that in what would have been Fergie time, the Saints came back to steal two points away from Manchester United which lead, let, left us in third place after receiving such a 3-0 thrashing at Sheffield United to then win today. Win today. The only game on the books, Chelsea won it today. Now, could they have won it better? Yes. yes. But will we take a win? Yes. yes. I think Frank asked his post... Uh, Right before we started filming, I, I watched uh, Frank's uh, post-press conference, and he, he said, uh, are there things we have to work on? Yes. Are there things that uh, we need to do better, and there's form that we need to get better in? Of course. In? Yes. Uh, was it a win? Yes. It was. It was. And um, I, actually, let me really quickly, I will say some positives out of the Sheffield United game. Not many positives. Callum Hudson-Odoi got a little bit of the time uh, to stretch the legs. Uh, he showed up in this game as well. 
nice. It was nice to see his footwork. Uh, it was nice for Frank Lampard to say, you know what, things aren't working. Let's do a two-striker system. We saw Giroud and Tammy playing as a partnership. Now, was that to now, stimulate something? Yes. Is it also to play with an idea that we're thinking about? With maybe Timo and Tammy or Timo and Giroud? Who knows? I, but I, I like love, that. I'm not going to lie. I'd love that Timo-Giroud connection. Especially yeah. because, I mean, like today, the part Giroud and Pulisic were on the same wavelength. From the tunnel to that final whistle. They're so good. Giroud was the winter soldier to Captain Pulisic's Captain America. Like, now, I did want to change the rant up a little bit. Okay. There is something that did happen on Monday morning at 9.30 a.m. <laughs> the Man City band was lifted. Right. But as my man, Jose Mourinho, said... If they didn't do it, why did they pay the money? Right. Uh, just like our natural lighting is dimming on us, uh, so is seems like common sense. I, I don't know if this is to just insult the public, um, but I, I'm waiting personally. I, I'm going to sound like a complete nerd right now, but Professor X, i got to live to my name. I'm waiting for the official report to be released so I can read it. Uh, what it sounds like is uh, they use technicalities to kind of get Man City off the hook because uh, they keep stressing the statute of limitation, which according to UEFA is five years. You have five years from the date of an incident to like prosecute them. Even though Man City blocked the investigation. Well, so yeah, even so, Man City, Man City was being resistant to the investigation. This is why I believe they were having a pissing contest and said, guess what, two-year ban and 30 million pounds. That's what you get for basically being dicks during the audit. So Man City goes, oh, we never withheld anything from you, yada, yada, yada. Cut. Still paid the money. They, I mean, they still got fine money, which doesn't make sense, right? If you if were innocent, innocent, why do you still have a parts of the charge? If you haven't, guys, I promise you, you'll you'll get a kick out of it. Go watch Jose Mourinho's interview. It's hilarious. I'm not saying that Man City is guilty, but if they're innocent, why did they pay the money? Right, that doesn't make sense. And, and what UEFA and all of them keep saying is, well... There's not enough evidence, and the evidence that there is, or for the charges that there are, there is evidence. Uh, it's past the time money. limit. You can't what, take money. What does it make sense? So is don't you fucking know the rules? Don't you know the statute of limitation? Why so if they violated the statute of limitation, why even go through it? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't it add doesn't up. At all. Again, we have the official report has not come out. I, I've done as much research as I can at the moment. I'm waiting for that paperwork to come out, but that doesn't well, make sense. We'll, we'll definitely whatsoever. have another rant once the paperwork comes out because we, we want to see what it is. But I did like that Klopp, even Klopp came out. Uh, Klopp is Liverpool's manager. You um, have Klopp. He Talk came us. out and said this is a it's actually a disturbing time for football because ultimately. Um, that means financial fair play doesn't actually mean anything. Yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, it's can circumvent it. It's supposed to... Um, 
it's supposed to do something. What does it? I mean, if you guys don't know, you know, if you're if you're hiding under a rock, you know, Chelsea was slapped on the wrist with financial fair play. We got we basically served the bans or we served partial of the punishment, and for being cooperative with the punishment, they reduced the terms of the sentence. You know, it's like we come for good players, but. We can look at my players. That's why we're using the players that we have right now to a certain extent, which is a blessing in disguise. In all honesty, blessing in disguise. It was, um, but still, it, it was abandoned. They did not withhold it like they. Uh, so much, much like, <laughs> much like this episode is turning dark. Uh, we're gonna leave you off here. Uh, again, Chelsea was glorious. Three points, still three. In third place, we have a tough couple of matches to go, but we got Man United, then we have Liverpool, then we have the Wolves, and then we have Bayern Munich. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. So, you know, FA Cup, you know, hopefully that's the, the trophies or the silverware we can win this year. Uh, aside from that, we just need to hold on to third place so that we can entice... Um, some areas that which need strengthening, which we've um, <coughs> defense, center backs, like like defense, center backs, dominant defense. Okay. Again, like, subscribe, leave a comment. And Mikey, sound us off. And Frank, we trust. And keep it footy.